Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. This show is about philanthropy, entrepreneurship, positive thinking, and humanity. A show that'll help you make that decision when that hour is upon you. Our guests share some of their experience, expertise, and stories during their decision hour. You get to hear what they're doing today and how it might help you here in the near future. My guest today is the same way. He's doing some great things in the community, and I'm going to bring him on here in just a moment. But first off, I need to give a huge thanks and shout out to Heroes Media Group, all the great shows and sponsors of the network. To learn more about Heroes Media Group or how you can become part of the HMG family, simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Today, I got a uh, one of our nation's heroes on the line. This guy is is great guy reached out kind of have not met him face to face yet but uh, i have a feeling it's only going to be a matter of time uh with what this guy is doing so i'm going to bring him on he's the uh, i believe he's the founder um of frag out clothing mr nicholas franz nick are you there yes sir how are you doing i'm doing good man great to have you on the show thanks for taking time out to uh talk with us today oh thanks for having me on i appreciate it good stuff well let's dig right into this why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself all right. Uh, obviously, my name is Nick Franz. Uh, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, everybody knows, I'm sure, has heard about Detroit and how crappy it is. So, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the automobile industry was was pretty big growing up. You know, my father worked for Chrysler for 30 years, and um, so like that was it. Like, if you grew up in Detroit, usually you were going into the automotive industry. Well, when that started taking a dump, you know, the the economy started going downhill. So. Um, it got to one point where I got laid off. I was all like 20 years old. So I was like, you know what? It's time to join the military. Had some family who was in. So uh, that's what I did. Decided to go in the Air Force. Uh, the, the objective was, you know, do four years, get out, use my GI Bill, go to school. Ended up staying in 13 years. I loved it so much. Uh, I'd still be in right now. Uh, unfortunately, I got med boarded. It is what it is. But um, yeah, I loved it. Did 13 years. Started off. Uh, first duty segment was Elmendorf Air Force Base in Alaska. Uh, absolutely loved it. If anybody gets a chance to ever go up to Alaska, I would recommend it. Oh, God. I recommend it in July or August. God's country right there. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so I did three years there, and then I went to be a military training instructor uh, down at Lackland Air Force Base for basic training. And I did four and a half years down there. And then uh, went to mcguire air force base in new jersey working on kc-10s so alaska i was on uh awacs doing aircraft maintenance then got to go see a lot of the world with both the awacs and the kc-10 that's really cool okay so i gotta ask then uh coolest place you've been uh coolest one that you would that you would religiously go back to other than alaska which i've, I've been to alaska and I can't get back there fast enough. And and it definitely go in July. So uh, definitely stay out of Southwest Asia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely not go that's, back. Not that, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've been to some cool places. Like Spain was really cool. Germany was really cool. Um, I got sent to Sweden for three weeks. It was like Arctic Circle, Sweden. So very similar to like Alaska. And we went there to certify their fighter jet, the Gripen, with our KC-10 so they could start getting fuel from us, you know, around the world. And uh, we literally went there and it was like, they're so laid back. You know, in our military, it's like, you show up every day. 
Like it doesn't matter. Your leg's broken. Like walk it off. Right. You know, there they're like, oh no, the clouds are too low. We're not going to fly today. <laughs> All right. So you had the whole day. Oh yeah, we don't work the weekends. No. You know, it's like, all right, it was on their dime. So, uh, you know, we just had a good time, got to see a lot of the country and, you know, partied it up a little bit. So I had a real good time there. Nice. So tell us, you, okay, so you you get out of the military then. What what happens next? Did, Did you go right from the military to what you're doing today? No, I actually thought with 13 years in the military, you know, being training instructor you know the army i think they're drill instructors or drill sergeants you know and like having just the supervisory background that i had i would get a job like no problem you know so i got out and obviously the military does not prepare you to be a civilian they prepare (laughs) you to be a war fighter right so i got out and i'm like i have my five page long resume you know with all my accomplishments on there everything i did that that's completely wrong uh (laughs) I probably sent out, you know, 300 resumes, you know, out there. And I, I got like three job offers, maybe half dozen interviews. Like it was horrible. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I got the GI bill. I'm going to go back to school. Uh, I don't really want to go to school, but it's something it'll help me get my foot in the door in other places. So I ended up going to Drexel university. I actually just graduated on Tuesday. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. So I got, you know, bachelor's in business administration, majoring in marketing. And, um, you know, it was a good time in school. I did uh, a six month internship while I was there. So uh, that was interesting working with, you know, civilians really for the first time, you know, that have zero military experience whatsoever. Uh, But, you know, they were very acceptive and whatever. And so I was like, you know, while I'm at school, I'm going to start my own business. So I'm like, man, what am I good at? I can fix airplanes and I can teach stuff. Like, man, I'm like this. I can't really think of a whole lot of businesses. I'm like, so let me just think of what I want to get into. So I was like, kid stuff. You know, anything where you have like kids' birthday parties or you know, like kids. Like parents just dump a lot of money on kids. So let's look into like a trampoline park. You know, something like that would be cool. I didn't realize how much money it took to actually start a business. <laughs> I started doing the research. It was like, wow, like just to rent a place or buy a building, you have to have so much equity, so much money in the bank. And I didn't have it. So I was like, all right, what can I do? I'm like, you know what? There are some big t-shirt companies out there that are doing military things. I still want to be part of the military community. You know, I'll start off doing t-shirts. So I'm like, I'll do it while I'm in school. I'll grow it while I'm in school. And when I graduate, you know, I'll have, full-time business of my own so that's what i did you know and uh tell you what running a business is uh it's a learning experience yeah very humbling experience at that yes sir it is uh folks if you're listening to this uh right now it means you're already online go check out nick's website his company's called frag out clothing it's fragoutcc.com uh, I'm on it right now, and I'm looking at this, and I'm, I'm, uh, and forgive me, but I'm texting my son and my mom. It'll be like uh, Father's Day's right around the corner. Go ahead and just go to this website and order me this shirt. We actually have a Father's Day sale going on right now. Oh She's, yeah, uh, Dad Life. Oh nice, Dad Life. Let me hashtag um, that. There we go. 
give you a little percentage off there. There you go. Good stuff. So I, frag out clothing. How did this – you started this in college. Yes, sir. And uh, like, so how long has this been – how long has the business been going on? And then how did you get these ideas? Are, you, are these like the shirts and stuff as I'm looking at some of the shirts? Uh, keep calm and don't blue falcon. <laughs> I love that. Um Ideas for shirts and stuff like that. Is it just you that come up with the ideas or do you have like a team that, that kind of comes up with these ideas and then you guys put them together? How does that work? Well, starting off, I, I contacted one of my buddies I was stationed with in, in uh, New Jersey and his wife is a graphic designer. So I'm like, let's go into business. I'll do all like the operation side of the house. You do all the graphic design and all that. So for a while, it worked out well. We, we made it about a year in where she would do all the graphic design went out, bought all the screen printing equipment myself, a lot of YouTube on how to screen print, practice, practice, practice. And then, you know, we went to market. She got the website up and running. You know, she was taking care of all that stuff. And then um, we just wanted to be a little different though. You know, we wanted to keep our designs fairly clean looking, not super jumbled up and kind of try and be different than like our competitors. Mm -hmm. Like, I say competitors loosely because there are other veteran companies that, and we support them as well. Um, we have nothing against them, but you know, we just want to set ourselves apart. So, you know, we just come up with ideas, we write them down. And then as we're, you know, looking to put out a new shirt, we'll go to the list. Oh, this is a good idea right now. Well, let's go ahead and do that. And then we would come out with the, the new design. Um, so after about a year though, we were kind of arguing a little bit. So it really wasn't just working out. Um, nothing against, my partner or her husband, uh, but it wasn't working out. So I bought them out and then, uh, downloaded, uh, Adobe suite, you know, bought the package and started learning how to do graphic design stuff. So that's what I'm doing now. So it <clears throat> brings me to my first business question and, and it might be something that you've already just answered, but owning an own, your own business, as you say, it's a, it's a lot of work and it's something that it's a very humbling experience. What have you found Nick, to be the hardest thing you've had to do as a business owner thus far? Wow, the hardest thing. Um, I mean, there's so much stuff to do and it's there's so much learning. Um, like you have to constantly, constantly, constantly be learning about new ways to do things, about making your product better every single day, about marketing your product the right way. Um, and customer service. Like we really try and focus on our customer service because I, I go through and I see other people's sites and stuff like that and look at their social media and I see comments. And when I see comments like, you know, I've waited two months and I still don't have my shirt. <laughs> I don't want those comments. Right. You know? So we really focus heavily on that. Um, really, probably the hardest thing is knowing what people want. Um, you may have a great idea in your head and it may be great all the way to the t-shirt, but it may only be great to you. Um, I would say 80% of our designs that we come out with don't really sell that well. The other 20% sell phenomenal. Really? Yeah. It's, I mean, I like, I'm like, oh man, this design is awesome. Like everybody's going to love it. It's like cricket, cricket. (laughs) Nobody really likes this one. Like, so now if you see us doing like pre-orders, um, we'll do like a two-week pre-order when we launch a shirt mm-hmm. to see how it'll sell. 
it'll give us a good indicator. We'll give people a percentage off. Uh, you know, normally it's like 10% off if you order it on pre-order. And then we'll run it for two weeks just to see how people react to it. So if it doesn't get much reaction, you know, we'll know how many to print. So we won't overprint a ton of them. Now you do all the, the screening and stuff yourself? I do everything myself from the, from the design to the print to the shipping, customer service, social media, everything. You pretty much, you're a lot like me when I first started out is, is uh, you're the man, not only with the vision, but you're also the man that wears all the hats. Every hat. <laughs> I also do, I do a lot of events every year. So I try to do around like two to three events um, every month. So, um, like I just got back from rolling thunder, uh, down in Washington, DC, you know, I, I drove down to Florida all the way from Pennsylvania, uh, for the Leesburg bike rally oh, wow. you know, there. So I'm always doing, you know, local gun shows. Like I was just trying to, to promote, to get my name out there, to get the company out there. All right. Now I'm looking on the map. You, you're located in, in Pennsylvania and I would, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'd say you're you're north west of uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, slightly west. Slightly west. Okay. And the only reason I say this because I'm I'm in the process of moving out that direction. Okay. Uh, um, so we're definitely gonna have to link up. Not that that needs to be any part of this. This kind of people are like, who cares, Adam? Let's talk more about this. I get it, but I had <laughs> had to look at that. <laughs> um. <clears throat> well, that's good to know that, that that's uh, that's where you're at because you can be fairly close then. Um, man, so you do, let's see, you do shirts, you got stuff for kids. Yeah, we just added those a couple months ago. Um, we only do like three different designs for the kids shirts right now. Just really testing it to see if people actually want kids shirts. And we keep them really simple. We don't put guns and stuff on them. That way kids can wear them to school and not get harassed. You know, keep it real simple for the kids. We go more, more out there for the adults. Now I go to your hats here, <laughs> and I see somebody that's very familiar to me. I see a Tenth Mountain hat, trucker hat. Yes, sir. By Mountain Up. Absolutely. I know those. So you, so you know Ryan. I do know Ryan. <laughs> I was actually talking to him earlier today. Oh, were you? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. No, oh, yeah. Ryan Hunt, Mountain Up. Yeah. Uh, we teamed up with them just to sell some of their hats. You know, they get drop shipped directly from him. Um, but, you know, if I can help out another veteran-owned business, you know, I'm all for it. And he does sell some T-shirts, but he's primarily a hat company. Yeah, primary, Yeah, and, and we've had – we've talked to Ryan. Ryan's a good friend of ours. Um, you guys also do patches, koozies. And it uh, looks like you got some paracord stuff in here, too. So you guys are getting into, into quite a bit here. This is really cool, man. Yeah, we are about to add on some more barware. So, you know, 30-millimeter shot glasses, 30-millimeter uh, uh, whiskey flask, uh, stuff like that. You know, the 50-caliber bottle openers. We're about to add those on as well. Nice. Very so, nice. Yeah, hopefully within the next couple of weeks. Nick, one of the questions I have for you right now <clears throat> is, um, you know, the, the show is called The Decision Hour. Yes, sir. And it's something that I ask everybody um, to share a, a time in their life where that decision 
when it was your decision hour, your feet are on the line, it was time for you to make a decision, whether it was join the military, get out of the military, start your own business, uh, or, or what have you. Share with our listeners your decision hour and tell us what the atmosphere was like during that time. Well, I'll tell you what, my decision hour is right now. Um, I'm married. I have two kids. Uh, I am the breadwinner per se in the house. Uh, my wife is actually going back to school right now. So I have to provide. And right now I just finished with school. So my GI bill money is gone. And right now frag out clothing company is, is what is going to support my family. So hopefully I can get it to grow, support my family and also hire other veterans. Uh, and hopefully it'll support their families as well. So, uh, uh it's scary. Um, it's definitely very nerve wracking. Now I know I have a degree to fall back on. Hopefully I can find a job if need be, but still that takes time, you know, kids still want to do swim class and everything else so right now it's definitely it's definitely my decision hour i definitely decided to to go frag out full time so i'm lucky to have networked with good people in the community and you know i do a lot of custom shirts as well which helps me out dramatically and uh i'll tell you what it's gonna succeed there there's no question about it such a great attitude to have folks like i said if you're listening to this right now it means you're already online open up another browser support a veteran-owned business and an all-around badass american frag out clothing company go to fragoutcc.com they got some great designs uh for men women and kids uh check their stuff out this is i'm loving what you're doing here man i really am uh you got some got some really cool Really cool designs, and I've already I've already picked out two that I'll be uh, that I'll be ordering myself. myself. Just a tip, I love, just a tip. I love it. <laughs> well, uh, that's one of the best selling shirts. Though, yeah. I can't imagine why. <laughs> oh, that is, that's awesome, Nick. For the listeners out there that are uh, right now, is their decision hour. It's their time. What advice can you give them? Well, let me tell you what. Can I tell you a little story? Yeah, please. We have time for that? Absolutely. All right. So when I got to Alaska, right, I was going through basic training down in Texas. And when you go through, they have you fill out what they call a dream sheet. Okay. Because you're dreaming about places you want to go. So you write them down. They don't tell you places that you can go. They just say, hey, pick what you want, you know. <laughs> I put all southern states. You know, I got Florida, Texas, Southern California. And then I pick, you know, Australia, Guam, all warm, tropical type places because I don't want to be cold anymore. So I go through my tech training. At the very end, this lady hands me a, a sheet, you know, or my orders. And I'm like, all right, Elmendorf AK. I'm like, what is that, Arkansas? Am I, am I going to Arkansas? She's like, no, sweetheart, you're going to Alaska. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm like, slow down. I'm going to Arkansas. I'm not going to Alaska. You know, I'm like, slow down. <laughs> No, so there I am going to Alaska now. All right. Like, oh man, it's like the last place I want to go. I wanted warm. I got total opposite. So yeah. When I get there, they they do like uh you know all your in processing briefings and all that stuff. And part of it is like survival in Alaska. So they teach you, you know about the cold and they teach you about animals. 
You know, what happens if you encounter a moose or a bear or something like that? You know, what do you do? So I'm like, all right, went through. It was like four hour class, you know, on surviving Alaska. <laughs> so up there, obviously everything's wilderness. Everybody wants to hunt. They want to fish, this and that. I'm from Detroit. I want to go to the bar because I'm 21 now. I want to pick up girls. That sounds fun to me, not going out, hiding out in the woods. So a couple of my buddies, good friends with now, they're like, dude, you got to come fishing with us. We're going to do a suicide run. It's where you get off of work. You drive down about an hour away, go fishing all day, you know, stay there a little bit overnight and then drive back. So I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I'll try it. Salmon fishing. So we go down there. We hike out about a mile and a half into the woods, you know, downstream and into the woods, set up camp and we're fishing. We don't catch anything. So we're like, all right, you know what? Let's go back to the tent. We'll start a fire. I brought a case of beer and we'll just get drunk and call this a day. So we go back. There's four of us now. One guy stays and fishes. The other three of us, we go back, we get a fire going. We're drinking. One guy gets drunk. He's like, I'm passing out. I'm tired. He goes and into the tent, passes out. Then my buddy comes back. He caught a salmon. So we're like, oh, let's cook it up. Great idea in the wilderness in Alaska. <laughs> So we're like, yeah, let's do this. We start cooking it, you know, we're eating it. Oh, it's like so delicious. We're starving. You know, as we brought us a case of beer. So, you know, we're drunk now. He's like, I'm going back to get some more fish. So he goes back fishing. My other buddy's cooking the last piece of salmon. And I hear like some, some sticks breaking. I'm like, oh, what is that? And now in Alaska in the summer, it doesn't get fully dark. It's like twilight. So you can still see pretty decent. And I look down this like trail, like only clearing. And what do I see? Two grizzly bears. Holy shit. Two big ass grizzly bears. And I'm like, yo, man, I'm like, there's a bear. I'm like, there's bears. He's like, you know, you're full of it, dude. Uh, you're obviously using, starting to use more choice words now. And I'm like, dude, get up, get up. You know, I'm like, there's bears. And what they teach you in that four hour class is the guy stands up, waves his hands in there, and he goes, whoa, bear. So what do I do? I start putting my hands in the air and I start going, whoa, bear, whoa, bear. And he's like, dude, you're so full. And finally he got up and he saw him. And so then both of us are standing there going, whoa, bear, whoa, bear. And finally, you know, they turn around, they walk off. And you could kind of hear him walking around in the woods a little bit as we were packing up, getting ready to leave. But I'll, I'll tell you what, if you ever encounter a bear, it is scary. Like, they are big animals and they will kill you. Like, we literally had a flay knife for the fish. <laughs> Axe for the wood. It wasn't even, even chopping wood. Okay. So we were done. We were smoked. If they wanted us, we were done. All right. It's a whole lot of bad decisions led up to this point of me, you know, almost pooping my pants. Here. You know, I mean, it was, it was, my heart was racing. So we packed up, we left. But why do I tell you this story? Is because that's kind of how like life is, how business is. You know, I'm sitting here telling you this story and it's a funny story. You know, we'll all laugh about it, you know, another 30 years from now. But at the time, it was very scary. And that's kind of like how I feel right now in business. Like, man, this is really scary. I need to survive this. You know, so anything in life that people are doing, like, just do it. Like, stop questioning it. Do your research, do your homework and do it. It's going to be scary, but it could pay off in that you know i mean you could get eaten by the bear but you know if you, you'll never know if you don't try that's 
That is such a great story, man. Oh, I appreciate I appreciate you sharing that. That's a <clears throat> that's a good one. That's a good. I grew up in uh, Northwest Wisconsin, so I was constantly out in the woods. And and you're right. Uh, you see any type of a bear or a wolf or anything like that. You, uh, I call it the pucker factor. You you get that. The <laughs> you oh get, yeah. You get the pucker factor real quick, and you're like, um, hmm. You start second guessing your decisions very quickly. Oh yeah. Oh man. There's nowhere to go. Like, you're in the woods. <laughs> if you climb a tree, it's climbing after you. You know. <laughs> Folks, get online right now. Go get a shirt from Nick and frag out. Uh, go to fragoutcc.com. Nick, appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Man, what a pleasure talking with uh, Nick Franz from Frag Out Clothing Company. You got to check them out. Fragoutcc.com. Order your shirts, hats, and any accessories from them today. Fragoutcc.com. Got to give a special shout out again to uh, Heroes Media Group. All the shows and sponsors of the network. Uh, Make sure you check them out. And if you're a a business looking to uh, sponsor another veteran-owned business or you have a, a show idea or you want to be a guest on the show or you want to become a part of the HMG family, go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. That's all the time I got today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. You've been listening to The Decision Hour. <laughs>